Hello, I'm Adrian Masters, and I'm here in Llangollen for the Welsh Conservative Conference. We're here at the home of the International Eisteddfod, the home of music and culture from around the world, a place of harmony, normally. Actually, the Welsh Conservatives are a little more harmonious than they have been for a while. Certainly, they're in a much better mood than they were when they were here last year. In large part, that's down to winning the general election in December, but they've also been pleased by what they've heard from the party leadership here in Wales. Paul Davis used his speech as a kind of relaunch or reboot. He hasn't turned the Welsh Tories into a version of abolish the assembly, as some opponents think and some supporters hope. But his message was much more devo-sceptic than the Welsh Tories have been for a while, cutting the cost of politics, refusing to expand the assembly, ending the gravy train, as he put it. Owen Phillips caught up with him after his speech to discuss the assembly gravy train, Boris Johnson, and whether or not he's the man to lead the Welsh Conservatives into the assembly election. Paul Davis, um, let's pick up on some of the things uh, in your speech. You mentioned a gravy train, rotten, assembly bubble. This all sounded remarkably populist to me. It was Trump-like, was it? Not at all. What I was talking about was cutting the cost of politics and I will lead by example if I become First Minister. I will cut the number of ministers as well in my uh, government. And I think that's what people want to see. They want us to concentrate on the public services, not on the politicians. And that was, uh, that's what I was talking about in my speech. But I know you, right? You're, you're calm, you're sensible. This isn't Paul Davis. Of course it is. I'm offering a bold, radical agenda for the people of Wales. And the choice is going to be absolutely clear next year between Mark Drakeford as First Minister or Paul Davis as First Minister. And that's what I'll be doing now in the next 14 months, working hard to persuade people to vote for a Welsh Conservative government. You spoke about freezing the civil service effectively. Uh, yeah, might sound good, but take coronavirus. Say the government turns around to you as First Minister and says, First Minister, we haven't got enough expertise here. We need, we need to go out there, we need to find more expertise. What do you say? That's the whole point of my speech, Owen. I was talking uh, about cutting, the, it. Uh, cutting the cost of politics and reinvesting those funds and that money in the NHS. I've made it absolutely clear in my speech that I will actually increase the NHS budget year on year on year in but uh, Welsh Conservative Government. Sometimes you need expert advice. You have to accept it. You know, experts aren't, aren't popular, but absolutely. sometimes you need to go there. And you need to say, you need to go out there, you need to find some expertise. Under your proposals, you've frozen the civil service, you've got nowhere to go. It's, it's not true because, of course, within the health service, we would be seeking that expertise and the health service would actually be receiving more funds under a Welsh Conservative government. You um, also uh, spoke about um, the Assembly uh, and its move to North Wales for a week. You spoke about the Assembly bubble. You spoke about uh, freezing the Assembly commission. Have you spoken to your commissioner about that? Because let's face it, the Conservatives do have a voice in this process already on the Assembly Commission. Of course, and what I was talking about in my speech, that we would actually freeze uh, the Assembly Commission's budget over a five-year term. That's what I've been talking about uh, in my speech. And it is important, I think, that we do that in order to reinvest in our public services. That's what the people of Wales expects from its politicians. They want to see money being spent on frontline services. And that's what I'm determined to do if I become First Minister. You also spoke about no more politicians. No more AMs, though, is a different question, isn't it? Are you talking about maybe cutting numbers of politicians elsewhere? and leaving the door open maybe for more assembly members? 
Well, I think we need to look at that, and that's what I was talking about. But I have made a pledge today that I don't want to see any more politicians in Wales under my premiership. Because, again, it's important that we reinvest that money in frontline public services. That's what people uh, want us to do as politicians, and that's what I'm determined to do. I've got to ask you about some of the problems that your party has faced. Uh, what, you've had problems within the groups and grumblings about your leadership. Are you still the right man to lead this? I believe I am the right man to lead the Welsh Conservative group into the next Assembly elections. My group believe I'm the right man to actually lead the Conservatives in the next Assembly elections, and I'm determined to be First Minister. You heard that today. Isn't the truth, though, you're hanging on to Boris Johnson's coattails here? It'll be Boris Johnson uh, in the election in a, in a year's time, not you. Well, of course, Boris Johnson is very popular. We saw that in December of last year in the general uh, election. And that, again, that's what I was talking about in my speech, working with the Prime Minister, working with Boris Johnson. Using Boris Johnson's to deliver, name, effectively, well, to, to, to get you to be First Minister. Boris Johnson wants to see a Welsh uh, government that actually works with the UK government, and that's what I'm determined to do. Two governments aligned, delivering for the whole of Wales, and that's what I'm determined to do. And finally, um, if you disagree with Boris on something, are you prepared to stand up and say, no, you can't do this? Yes, I am. And Boris knows that. We have that uh, good relationship, I think, where we can actually do that. And I will continue to do that in the interest of Wales if I feel that that should be the case. From one leader to another now, and Boris Johnson paid his first visit to Cloyd South since it went from red to blue in December's election. He started his speech referencing what he called the dominant Welsh voice in number 10, his rescue dog, Dylan. That raised eyebrows, as did the shortness of the PM's speech, not even 10 minutes, which is almost unheard of. It didn't matter, though. They loved him here. After all, he was a candidate for the constituency Cloyd South back in the 90s. It's the first time Mr Johnson has been to Wales since storms Kira and Dennis flooded Valley's communities. When I got the chance to talk to him, I started by asking if Wales will get the extra money it needs to help repair the damage. As you know, we're working with the Welsh Government to uh, tackle the, the consequences of the, of the floods and um, we'll be making about another £4 billion available overall uh, to uh, build in new flood defences and we'll make sure that Wales has, uh, has what it needs uh, to, to, to sort out every eventuality. We're putting record sums into uh, flood defences and flood remediation of all kinds. So just to clarify, because the Welsh Government says it, well, it needs extra money over and above what it usually gets from Westminster, there will be that for the Welsh Government? Well, I understand that Simon Hart, the Welsh Secretary, is talking to, to Mark Drakeford about, about exactly what they need, but you can take it to, to, at, a, at a, a global level, at the UK-wide level, we're putting huge sums there. Yeah, because just before the floods happened, the Treasury asked for 200 million quid back. Will, will, will you return that to the Welsh Government? We're, we're, we're giving record sums. To, uh, to every part of the country to tackle flooding. Flooding's one thing, coronavirus is yes. another big problem. Um, can you reassure people in Wales that, uh, uh, that the, the UK government is working with all levels of government yes. and, and has got the, a grip yes, on the crisis? absolutely, and I'm grateful to the, to the Welsh government for the, the cooperation that, uh, that they've given us so far. We've all been working together to produce the battle plan, and it's a, a very sensible battle plan. As you know, we're working, we're still at the uh, at the contain stage and uh, we'll, the advice very much to people is, is still, you know, if you think you have uh, symptoms, uh, you're best to stay, stay at home, call the NHS. If you do need hospitalisation then we'll make sure the NHS has all the uh, support that it needs, all the, all the funding it needs 
very importantly, if you've, if you've come back from uh, a high-risk area, Italy is, is, is an example, and you have symptoms, stay at home as well, and the same point we made about the NHS, and, and, and wash your hands. I know you've heard me say it before, but wash your hands twice, national anthem, land of my father, it doesn't matter, uh, and um, hot water and soap. Specific about the government's handling of the, the crisis, the health secretary said that you were working with supermarkets. Supermarkets said they've not heard a peep. Uh, what's the case? Well, uh, we're working to ensure that we have every possible uh, provision in place. But as I say, at the moment, we are in the, in the, the contain phase of our response to the outbreak and the advice is, is, is what I've just given you. You're here at the Welsh Conservative Conference. Uh, they're in good heart because of your election success, but they've also had a few problems. I won't go into the detail of those a uh, couple of scandals, uh, an assembly member suing the party leader. Uh, uh, who's, who needs to get a grip on the party? Is it you? You're the overall leader. I'm in charge. And, uh, so will you and get a grip sure, on the well, Welsh I'm Conservatives? Very, look, I'm very proud of uh, what we're able to do in, in, in Wales. And obviously my hope, very much is that uh, we'll be able to uh, progress and, and, and really start making a difference. And I do think it's a shame that you know some of the, the schemes that could be happening in Wales are, are not happening because of the decisions taken by the, the Welsh Labour government. I don't think that the results in uh, education are as good as they could be. I think that the health services, you'll have heard me say many times before, in Wales has been falling behind. I think it's time that in Wales they had a government in Cardiff that really delivered for the people of Wales. So that's what we'll be campaigning for in 2021, as well, of course, as the, the police and crime commissioners in, uh, in May. And uh, as a result of the funding that we're making available, uh, there'll be more than 300 more police on the streets of Wales, but we're going to need people who will really make sure that those, those officers are given the powers, the support they need to drive down crime. Can I just bring you back to the question, which is about your party and the yes. handling of those various problems, well, my party's scandals. Good, I hope going to be doing, you, yes. You've got quite a few, quite some, some very serious problems in the Welsh Conservatives. Will you tell them to get a grip of it? Well, as I say, I'm very proud of what Welsh Conservatives have, have achieved, and insofar as uh, the, you know, the, the, the party has... Uh, come together and deliver an outstanding election result. That's a that's a great thing. Where there are things that we not need to to sort out, we'll make sure that they're they're sorted out. But, the, but we want to look forward to what we can do for the people of Wales uh, in 2021 and beyond. That's not quite an answer, but I'll move on. And you are here in Clude South. <laughs> it's you a pretty long answer, anyway. It's a, long answer, not necessarily a full answer. Anyway, it's a good answer. Uh, you're famous for saying that you fought Clude South and Clude South fought back. We did, yes. How do you feel about Clude South? Oh, it's, a, well, it's a beautiful place. And it's wonderful to fly. Uh, I flew, flew over it just now. I was coming in. And I, was, I looked down at the, the River Dee. And I remembered swimming in it all the way, almost to 25 years ago, 23 years ago, whenever it was. And I, I can say I, I've swum in the X, I've swum in the Y, I've swum in the C, and I've swum in the D. And I reclined. Dinas Brand, that castle up, uh, up behind us, I remember, as I looked down, I remember climbing up. Uh, to the, the summit years and years ago. It's a most beautiful place, most beautiful part of the world. And, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm really overwhelmed that, you know, finally it's, it's returning a, a Conservative MP. And so, so the, the thing for us now is to repay that trust, repay the trust of the people of, of Cluid South and all the seats that we won in Wales. You have to change the punchline for your Cluid South stuff, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. well, no, because it was true then. Prime Minister, thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.
the jokes and the witty words go down well. There's no doubt about that. But he'll need more than jokes to get him through some of the challenges that he faces. Not just Brexit, that's still there, don't forget. But he has been criticised for the way that he handled the flood damage. And now coronavirus. He always says he wants to bring the UK together. And that aim is going to be tested to the extreme by the spread of this virus. He'll be judged by the way that he handles it. That's all from me now. I'll have the usual Sharp End programme on Monday. Until then, thanks for listening and goodbye.